When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Ask Women podcast where you get real advice straight from the source. I'm Kristen Carney. Uh, actually, we'll do the Marnie and Carney. Yeah, name. from here on from out. From here on out. It's Marnie and Carney. Hey, guys. Welcome. It's Marnie and Carney. We, our names rhyme, and so people point that out, and I never have wanted to say it before because I feel like it's kind of cheesy, but it's kind of cute. Well, it's Kristen and Kinris as well. That kind of, that kind of works, but then it, it sounds like our name's Kristen Kinris or something right, like okay. that. Right. So. Okay. Well, Marnie and Carney's Marnie good. and Carney. Welcome to our show. Welcome. Like we it's just, a whole new show starting today. <laughs> we have to have like clown music after yeah. we say Marnie and Carney. But welcome to the show. Um, we have a voice of man in studio, Vinny Torturich. Did I say it right? Perfect. Yeah, Yay. you got it. Torturich. Yeah. Torturich. Yeah. That's kind of like a scary name to have if you're a yeah. personal trainer. Because it sounds like yeah. you're going to torture us. Y- you know, it, well, first off, you know, when you think the name Vinny in personal trainer, it's almost a cliche it's like, what is, what's this guy going to teach me? Yeah, you know, what, what can this guy possibly know? Yeah. And, uh, we sound like you're, it's like an Italian, like who, it sounds like you'd be an Italian, and then it's like, well, what's an Italian going to teach me about being fit? Is he yeah, what does this group by know about anything? Right, exactly. Right, yeah, right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I've been, I've been doing it for 35 years, and... Uh, and we saw some of your work with your Howie Mandel's yeah, trainer. Yeah, Howie, he's, yeah. he's freaking sexy. He looks good. He, he's hot for a 60-year-old Jewish guy, right? He'd be hot for a 30-year-old Jewish guy. He'd be <laughs> hot for any guy. I yeah. don't know why I had to put Jewish on the end. Right, exactly. It. It made I no liked sense. it. I'm Jewish. I get, I get that. Yeah, but I figured with the name Marnie, I yeah. figured <laughs> we weren't going very right, much exactly. further than that. But yeah, he's got an amazing body, so your work is great. Oh, thank you. But uh, he's got good genes and... Um, yeah, good teachers. Literally, his too. jeans are nice. He dresses kind of yeah. like a fourteen-year-old boy. <laughs> he does, you know. And uh, I think Jerry Seinfeld told him once. He oh, said, "Hello, um, You got you guys like Jerry. Jerry's my my hero. Yeah, we all love. I, I love Jerry. Yeah, but I get mad when people are like, "Oh, we all love Jerry." It's like, no, I love Jerry. <laughs> no, no, Jerry's I love mine. Jerry. No, I do. No, I I no, would I literally do. make love to Jerry. No. No, I I would. I, I used to train. And he's like, I have made show. love. Who? Who? Because <laughs> uh, now we're going to be questioning some of your work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, George. I hope actually not. So one of, one of the big writers, the writer who actually the Elaine character was was made for was Carol oh. Leifer, who's oh, a comedian. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Carol was one of our biggest clients for a lot of years. Oh wow. wow. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. And. Um, I don't know Look her at me body. Dropping I'm sure names, good. thirty seconds in a name that nobody. I know, that's knows. that's what you got to do to get people to pay attention. Yeah, that's how it yeah, works? I could just sit here and drop names for the next hour. And do it. Just, Tell me and name then drop after this name. Mic since I don't have a, a thing to put it in. As long as they're Seinfeld names, I'm into it. Well, before before we get to a little bit more on Vinny and personal training and health and why that's we're important. not going to talk about personal training. I have a lot to talk about when it comes to relationships. Oh, even better, because your generation, you guys, are so effed up with what's going on. Why? And I have a 19-year-old daughter. Why? Well, you were about to say something, but we're gonna we're not gonna talk about training here, right? We're I gonna, don't want to. We're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about relationships and how screwed up your generation is. How how old are you, Marnie? 
I'm 24. Okay. And, and, no, really. Are I'm you 35. I, I would have guessed that because I'm so old that you could be 24. Right. But you're 35. Yeah. Okay. And, and Kristen, you're what, 10? I hope. How come come I didn't on, get that? Emotionally. I'm 32. Okay. You guys are right at the ages of my nephews who can we curse on this yeah, show? Yeah. Who are perfectly yeah. fucked up as human beings when it <laughs> yeah. comes to women. And I've tried to teach them, but you were getting ready to say before, you know, so let's do what you were going to do. Or No, I want to hear more about this. We have uh, Sarah Jones on the phone, who is um, an expert. What does right. say? The uh, owner of Introverted Alpha. Yeah, okay. so she helps thousands of introverted dudes uh, attract women. So guys that are awkward. Yeah. Okay, so she Which can hear some, all this right now? Yeah, she can hear okay. it all right now. But but um, I would like to bring her onto the show. Oh, so she's not in the second half. Well, no, let's have her on the show now because I brought her up to talk. I, I wanted to okay. bring up the topic of introverts, but I want to hear what you have to say. Okay, here's the thing. You know, I, you know on my show, on uh, you know, I have a podcast like yeah. everyone else. Mine's been going on for, I guess, four years now. We've oh, wow. done well over 600 episodes. and oh. It's one of the top-rated fitness podcasts, and that's all the... Um, the plugging I will do on that. Yeah, congratulations. The celebrity, but, uh, the celebrity, I'm sorry, I'm really unprepared right now. The celebrity yeah. trainer. It's called the Celebrity Fitness, Fitness Podcast. Fitness Podcast. It, it originally started off as the Angriest Trainer Podcast. Right, that's what I kept thinking. But when the book became like a big deal, and then I started doing national television shows, like whenever I'd go on to like Access Hollywood or something, they would go, Angriest Trainer, you don't seem so angry. And then I would spend my whole five minutes yeah. explaining that I'm not angry. Right. You know, that I'm not an angry guy. I'm not angry at people. I'm not Jillian Michaels. I'm not going to yell at a, a, an overweight person and tell them they're fat. Right. <laughs> I'm angry for people because they were sold a bill of goods. Right. And if, you know, in the book Fitness Confidential, we talk about that. See how I'm working in all these yes, blogs? Yes, You've been doing um, this for four years. Been doing, well, I did radio <laughs> before that. So a lot of years. Of you know how to do it. So anyway. um I am confused by the kids today, and I've been binge listening to your show. Good. And, and because I, I, I'm giving you an example of how screwed up kids are today and how things actually work and why they can't get women and why they can't end up in relationships. I met Kristen the other day. And um, Kristen, before you met me, uh, before I walked through the doors over at Corolla Digital, you had an idea about me, right? Well, she's much more selfish one. than you think. She probably wasn't thinking anything about it. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, someone said when you no, walked in. No, I was like, how many Cor- more followers am I going to get from being on Corolla right now? <laughs> okay, but, but other than that, because when I walked in, you knew that I existed. Yeah. Why? Five seconds before that, someone told you I existed, right? Yes. And what did they tell you? Take it from there. Well, honestly, I the reason I knew you existed well, was because I asked usually if I when I go on Corolla, um, right. they don't tell me who's going to be on. So I actually wouldn't have known who was going to be on. But I emailed and I was like, who are the guests today? Right. And I actually haven't been listening to Corolla too much lately. Um, but my boyfriend, um, uh, he's been listening and he said there was a fitness guy on recently. Right. He didn't say anything. He listens all the time. He didn't say anything more about. He said, "I actually don't know if he was promoting a book or not." That was his thing. He said, right. "I don't know what he was." <laughs> I don't want to. He's like, "I don't know what he, what he was doing on the show, but he was talking about, um, you know, like what makes you help or like they were doing like a game or something like that." So that's all right. I knew. I, I and have, then I looked you up before right. I went on because I, um, I asked them who was going to be on the show, and they said you, and I looked you up and I was like, oh, the fitness guy that my boyfriend had mentioned. So I was like, oh, his name's Vinny and he's got a podcast and he likes trained celebrities. 
And then that's all that's all I knew. So that's when I saw all your picture, I was like, oh, he's like an attractive older dude. And okay. that's literally all I know. Um, I'll take that. <laughs> um, okay, so you had an idea of who I was when I walked into the door. Right. Right? And uh, immediately within, would you say, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, would you say within three to five minutes you had invited me onto this show? Yeah. From a quick conversation we had? Mm-hmm. And would you also admit that within three to five minutes you admitted to me that you had corn chips or something right before I walked in and you were trying to finish them before I walked in? Uh, Cheetos. Cheetos. Correction. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I think Cheetos are corn. Probably. Or are they puffed cheese? I don't know. I don't they're, need to They're stuff. puffy. So you had a feeling as to who I was before I walked in. And within three or four minutes, you decided, okay, the semi-attractive older dude who walked in has the stink of success. Well, obviously, he does a bit on Corolla. Right. Corolla is one of the biggest podcasts. Corolla's not just going to roll any junk through the door. He's going to get the best junk he can Rolls find. Rolls this junk in every day. <laughs> it's got to be a little junk. Because you're yeah. good at what you do. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes, absolutely. So, well, also, the- I, you mentioned something about Howie Mandel and we, um, Howie's coming on our show next week. Tell him I said hi. Yeah, and then, you know, so I was like, oh, well, that's a perfect connection. Yeah. 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 Okay, so the, I walked in, and within five minutes, I was booked on this show. Mm-hmm. Right? It's the magic of Hollywood, baby. Okay. Why? The reason well, we is... we a guest for this week. <laughs> well, you could get all the guests you want, right? <laughs> but you see, I walked in with the stink of success, Right. I'm connected somehow to Howie. I'm connected to somehow to to Adam Carolla. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm walking in. You were able to Google me, and I popped right up. Your boyfriend knew who I was. Mm-hmm. I have the stink of success. You have no trouble booking that guy on your show. Now, here's something you don't you, know. When you said yes, though, your stink of, su- of success went down a couple notches. So I was like, oh, he wants to come <laughs> on our show? Back to you. Oh, wait. Yeah, what a loser. Good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so all of a sudden, I go away. Yeah. But... But here's the thing. Here's what neither of you know. You're a rapist? You have no confidence. <laughs> I was, but I got it corrected. It was shock treatment. No, I don't I don't even like to joke about no, rape. I God, know, I I'm have kidding. a daughter. I can't even joke about that. It's horrible. Rape's my, my um, stick. So here's the thing. That's my thing. Would you believe it's that six or eight months ago, I tried to get on this show, and you guys didn't even return my call? No. There was, where, who were Ooh. you calling? We have no uh, phone number. We sent, we sent an email. <laughs> to who? Not me. My assistant Listen, at the we time. We just read a question from somebody from like last December. We right. Did, we'd but, get to our emails. You probably is, emailed Marnie. That's on Marnie. Yeah, oh, for sure. It's, it's to me. Well, I get whatever them. it was, my, my assistant, because I was, my, I was putting out something new. I have a company called PureVitaminClub.com. <gasps> and I said, hey, I want to come on and promote my new product, and I do this Yeah, I don't like people it's who a, write those things. It's a top <laughs> I don't like when people say, I want to come on and promote my product. I right. don't like yeah. it. Okay. So I usually you, just go, you, that's As funny. a woman, you didn't like that. Did not like it. Okay, if you had read that, you wouldn't like it no, either, right? No. As a matter of fact, when I said yes to you show so quickly, I went down in your mind, right? Yeah. You see what happens yeah. if a guy doesn't have the stink of success when he walks up to a woman, she's sitting there thinking... I'm not going out with him. He, he would just walk up to me and ask me. And you, know, you, you even said, I hate when people do that. I love, okay, just for anybody who's listening, if they right want to write an email about somebody being on the show, you better tell us how fucking amazing we are first. Appreciate, then ask for you what see, you I, want. My assistant said <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm that's why I, I don't remember what was written. The but, truth is, it takes me forever to get to. But you a get lot of what I'm emails. saying. It's like, 
it's all about yeah, the it's approach. all about well, Absolutely. it's also all about it's it's like a psychological game. Everything is is like um, we're all kind of playing a game with each other, and it's all about worth, right? And we talk, yeah. we always talk about that with. Um, I think we mentioned it quickly, like last show. It's like this guy who he's a tour guide, and he's going out with a girl who works in pharmaceutical sales, yes, and she hangs out with money. doctors, and so he instantly feels less valuable. And so it's all about like value and how you value yourself. Mm-hmm. And especially, I mean, people who listen your perception to our show, of how other people value you, right? And that exists all throughout the world and the country, but especially in Los Angeles, that's kind of like what we deal in. Oh, absolutely! And it's gross, but it's just kind of the way it is. Yeah, absolutely. So, what's the problem with, with our with our age group? I'm including <laughs> us in the millennials. What's the with the youth of today? What's wrong with us? A lot. Um, the guys are just mega pussies, just all the way around. Um, and I learned this by watching a show that I can't avoid. Um, uh, Serena likes to watch uh, Bachelor and Bachelorette. Amazing show! Did he watch it last night? <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, and we could talk. Either. We could talk about what happened. Um, I know. This Who I love because, you. Woo! Okay, so whenever I watch The Bachelorette, it's like all the dudes. Yeah. Okay, I grew up. You know, on my show, they joke and call me Grand Torino because I'm I'm 53. People think of me as being this old man. Right. Right. So. You know, it's like, oh, there goes Grand Torino again, not getting what's going on in the world. Who I calls I... you that? Your kids? Huh? Who calls you that? Your kids, you said? No, the people on my podcast. Oh, okay. You know, the people who listen. Yeah. And they, you so know. So everyone they... who comes on your podcast says you don't know what you're talking about. It's like, oh, there goes Grand Torino again, not getting today's kid. I right, like, exactly. I, I like that movie, actually, to be honest I with love you. that movie, too. I looked at it and went, I don't see a problem with this I don't, guy. I don't either. You know? <laughs> okay. I feel the same awesome. way. Like, I hate the downfall of our neighborhoods and the way people um, just kind of, like, shit on the past of, like, not appreciating the way things used to be and all that kind of stuff. I'm well, very much like that. Yeah, you know, we were talking about Jewish a few minutes ago, and one of my co-hosts, Andy Schreiber, who does the, the Wednesday show, he also runs purevitaminclub.com. He, um, Andy, um, I'm looking it's, for that in my email, by the way, to see if I... No, it's, it's, in, see a, if you it's go in our back. emails. Go, go way back. It could be six or eight months or something, maybe a year. I don't know. But I, I called my old assistant who does not work for me anymore. And she said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember sending out to them. Oh, that's and so funny. on your radar. That's cool, too. So here, here's the thing. <laughs> he um, heard us through Corolla. Oh, right. No, I heard Reacher. you on Corolla. Oh, heard me on Corolla. A long time ago. Yeah, and, and, and then the uh, I said, oh, ask women. I have a lot to say about women and asking women. And that's when I, I told my assistant, I said, find these people. <laughs> so and, what, what do you tell your sons? Like, what, are the, what is it that they are doing wrong specifically? And what do you tell them to do instead? Okay. I was with one of my nephews, uh, the one who's now 33, Mikey. And um, we were talking about, um, he was giving me this whole yip yap about, oh, you get women because you... You know, you have this this confidence and you have this, you know, you used to be a football player and you guys just, it's like, yeah, it's that stink of success that I'm talking about. It, If you carry it, if you own it, that's part of it. But the other part, and here's how guys get the high rate of success when they walk up to women. Don't walk up to the women who don't want you to walk up to them. And I, I I agree with that. Martin, he disagrees with that. Yeah, I disagree. Well, I listening to a bunch of your shows, I, you have one guy on, on the most recent show, and very nice guy, and, and I agree with most of what he said, but he goes, ah, you know, he goes, I deal with unattractive oh, men, and therefore, it's like, no, 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 no. I know a lot of unattractive men 
you see it all the time, unattractive men with really, really hot women. And you're going, okay, you know that guy's got the stink of success. And then those guys will go, well, because he could put her in the Maserati and he can do this and he could do that. No, he's got the stink of success. You know, he knows. is Is that backed up by actual success? Probably, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, think about it. So what about a guy who doesn't have success, right? Like, or the type of a success that you're talking about. Are you trying to say that everybody can use whatever successes they've had in life to provide that stink? No, no. It, the, the stink, look, when you walk in, the example with my nephew. Yeah. This was about three years ago. I was down in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm from Louisiana. And... um I'm with him in the mall, and he's talking to me about women, and he goes, ah, you know, I just don't have a good track record, and I walk up to women, and I, you know, they they just say no to me, and, you know, all this different type of stuff, right? And it's like, okay, here's what you're doing wrong. You're staring at your freaking shoes. Stop looking at your shoes. Look at them in the eyes. Mm-hmm. I've been sitting here for 15 minutes. Have I looked at my shoes once? No. You've no. Great, great eye contact. No. I grabbed the mic and I started talking. When you turn the show on, it's like, this is a show, right? You don't want dead air. You want it to be successful. And uh, he says, well, you're telling me you can walk up to any woman in this mall and somehow get them to talk to you. Yeah. And I said, well, not exactly. And we happen Just to be- Just the ugly ones. No, no. We happen okay. to be in a store- uh, don't remember the name of it because I again Grand Torino. I never walked Brookstone up to probably. No, old. it was a it was a clothing <laughs> store because we were shopping for him. Okay, Uncle right. Vinny comes to town, and the only way I could get my nephews to like me is by whipping out the wallet. Yeah. So we're in one of these stores. It could be Banana Republic. It was some some place like that. And um, I said, okay, that woman over there, I'm going to go talk to her now. Meanwhile, I don't want to pick up this woman. I'm I'm happily I have a great relationship with a beautiful woman, and he goes, that woman's completely hot. There's no way she would talk to you. And uh, so I went over, I said hi. I used my standard pickup line of, "Hi, I happen to notice you. I want to come over and introduce myself." It's as honest and as plain as can be. And she said, "Hi, my name is whatever it was." Mm-hmm. And uh, we spoke for a couple of minutes. I said, is it possible uh, I'm with my nephew. We're shopping. I would love to get to know you better. Can I, can I call you? And she said, absolutely. And she handed me a card. And, of course, I walked out the store and threw the card away. Right. <laughs> and um, my nephew said to me, okay. So like didn't... a bum found it in the garbage. And yeah, I picked it up and went, I'm going to call Marnie. Oh. Um, so... My nephew said, okay, how did you do that? How, how did that happen? He goes, if I did that, she would have slapped me. Just, Who slaps people? Well, that's what guys with no, you know, no game think. Right. That some woman's going to go like, you know, hey, how kid. How dare you? You're not one of us. Yeah. You're with the pop collar with the 80s movie. Right. Yeah. You know, hey, pal, you're not one of us. You know, go hit the bricks. Right. You know, yeah. whatever. Okay. That's never happened in history. So it's not going to happen. Number one. Number two, I said, okay, here's the part you missed. I knew from body language that that woman wanted to meet me. Mm-hmm. And he said, how did you know? I said, think about it. We've been in five stores. I've told you in five stores I would do this at some point today. 
Why did I pick that woman? She was giving me the signal, right? Which looks like? I can't do it. I can't do it. You both know it, and you don't know you're doing it when you do it, right? Right. Does it look like this? Sure. (laughs) Looking away and awkward, kind of bitchy. (laughs) Exactly. And what Marnie was doing is, and let me give some examples. (laughs) Let me give the example of the female signal. Okay. Usually... You can see them in your peripheral vision. They're not standing in front of you staring. Women want to think that they're very cunning. So if they look up and they glimpse, you guys know in a heartbeat if a guy's cute or not. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't just shake your yes, head. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Okay. So you guys know right away whether you, you know, whether you would sleep with that guy or not, much less talk to the guy. We all do that in life. You know, we go through people all day long, and it doesn't have to be physical beauty. We've all seen someone, Jerry Seinfeld. He's not the best-looking guy in the world, but you're sitting there going, oh, my God, Jerry Seinfeld, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Yeah. There's something about him. Yeah. And by the way, every woman feels that way about Jerry Seinfeld because they think he's attainable. Oh, look, he's this nice Jewish guy, and mm-hmm. he's funny, and mm-hmm. he's attractive, and yeah. he talks about socks in a dryer. Mm-hmm. You know, Jerry's never told a joke in his life. He only asks questions. Who are these people? He makes points. Why are these things in the bed? Why and who? This is a terrible impression. Yeah, I don't do impressions. <laughs> well, anyway, you, you have taught you, you taught your nephew to pay attention. So to I, these I told them. I said, "Look, what? you know, I saw this woman. She was pretending to shop for something she would never shop for, on the rack, and I could tell she kept looking up." And when I looked at her direction, she immediately looked down at yep. something she wouldn't have looked down at. Mm-hmm. Proximity and then avoidance. Right. Mm-hmm. And I said, that's how you do it. He goes, so you picked all of that up within being in a store for three minutes. I said, yeah, but we've walked into five stores. This is the first time I was able to do it in five stores. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So I think it makes a lot of sense. I knew that this really good looking woman wanted to meet me. Now, let's give better examples. You're in Home Depot. Right. Most women you don't see in Home Depot that you want to meet. You know, usually you got the, you know, business in the front party in the back with a flannel <laughs> shirt driving a Toyota pickup truck. Better known as lesbians. But every now and then there's a hot chick trying to find something in Home Depot. Yeah. Right. So yeah, and there she can't you find are. any help because nobody is there to help her. Ever. Oh, hate, like when they see them. you when they see you do this. They run. No, I, trust me. Yeah. I'm not hot enough then because I literally want to kill people in Home Depot because the, nobody works. Anyway, nobody for a rent. What do you mean not rent. hot enough? Oh, well, thank you. But uh, <laughs> it drives me crazy enough. Home Depot. Lowe's, on the other hand, <laughs> they will help, but not Home Depot. Anyway, but I think those are really, really great points. We do have to go to a break, and then we have Sarah Jones on the show, but I love what you have to say, so I just want to recap what I heard. Okay, so what you were telling your uncle and the rest of our generation, uncle, your, sorry, your um, nephew. nephew and the rest of our generation is to, number one, pay attention to what's going on around you and look at the options that are around you as, instead of staring at your feet. When you do approach, do it with confidence, open up your body language. Again, don't stare at your feet. Right. Number three, ask for what you want. Just say a simple, hi, how's it going? Find out about her day. And then if you decide you want something more from that woman, you ask for it. And then she can say either yes or no. And you felt like you were in her category or like in her world, like uh, attractive enough. Right. Because you said, well, he's saying she was already attracted. She, she, she he, was, her interest was already peaked. Right. But you, I asked the question a different way. It didn't make sense. Right. I know. Because you said 
at the beginning, you don't think you should approach women that aren't interested in being approached by you. Right. And you could tell, I mean, you could tell by her body language that she wanted to be approached by you, but you basically felt like you guys were in the same like looks category. Did you feel that way about her? I, I have never used looks as as a barometer. Okay. Yeah. Um, ever. Um, I like a Were you attracted look. to her? Like, or you didn't... Would I have been attracted to her? She wasn't exactly my type. Um, n- no. I, I, I would go with no, but she was very hot. See, I don't, I don't just put hot into a category. Okay. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I, I have a, a certain type. Were you with your current girlfriend when you approached her? And you were just yeah. more doing that's this as an exercise? Yeah. Okay. I, I just that's why I was wondering why yeah, you I, I would away. never. Yeah, I'm not a cheater. Yeah, yeah, I'm, you know, yeah. I'm just not that That's guy. why I was Great. wondering now why this girl with a broken heart is thinking I was in Forever 21 and I fell in love with <laughs> I Vinny. I saw this guy and he was now really. Now he hasn't called me for three Imagine years. Imagine walking by that garbage can and seeing your card in the garbage can. Oh, I've done that before. Where I take people's cards and I oh me too, in. and I think oh my god they could walk by and right. see that I did that. I'm a well, you know person. what used to I know you have to take a break, but yeah. uh, when I played um, college football, we would have um, you know people would want you to sign their you know a card with your picture on it. Yeah. And the whole thing. Um, so you know we would have signing day where we would be on the floor of the Superdome and. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the you know that we would all be standing around in our jerseys and the kids would want you to sign the whole thing. The most heartbreaking thing is when you walk out and you see people stepping on your signature from a kid who dropped it on the ground or, you know, whatever. And on that note, (laughs) we're going to take a break so you can collect yourself and get more positive. And we'll be back with Sarah Jones after this break. Playboy Radio's Music Spotlight. Hi, this is Trisha Cruz with Playboy Radio's Music Spotlight, and I'm live from Life is Beautiful Music Festival with the men's, I say the men's of the hour because you guys just had a show, it was jamming, ex-ambassador, so let's talk about the music. Okay, how did this all begin? How did it start? Well, I'll let you answer. He was there. So, Sam and Casey are brothers. Right. They've known each other for a while. Forever. And uh, (laughs) I met Sam when we were in kindergarten. Nap time when we were five years old, and uh, we started playing music sort of together when we were 12 or so, and we all been sort of very natural, and and Casey joined joined up in high school, and then we met Adam in 2006, Uh, so in our very formative years in in college when we we went to new school. In in Ithaca? uh, In in New York. In Ithaca. In New York. Yeah. No, so we... Sam, Casey, and I are from Ithaca. Okay. Adam's from LA. All right. And we all. So yeah, how did? Yeah, we all linked up in New York. Okay. All right. Yep, in New York City. Yep, in 2006. Nice. And and we all grew up together in that capacity, uh, you know, for about nine years or ten years or whatever, and and here we are together. Playboyradio.com. Life is beautiful. Thanks for listening to Playboyradio.com. Now. Back to the show. Something new for us to have commercials that we can actually hear. We usually put them in afterwards. Oh, exposed. Ooh, it's so real. Secret. What, so what was the line again that you said to your daughter? Yeah, so during the break, Vinny um, said something very, very poignant. deep. It was very like poignant. so yeah. poignant. Yeah. It, was like, it was like some writer from the 18th century. Yes. Uh, I said, uh, you know, I, I have a daughter. Um, well, she's a stepdaughter, but she's very much a daughter to me. I've, I've 
raised this kid along with her dad. You know, we have one of those conventional families where we would even invite her dad on vacations. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, nice. I, I wasn't the reason they broke up. My and two dads? Yeah, and one great mom. And her dad um, was a great guy, but he would never tell the things I would tell her. And I would sit there and explain to her because I didn't want this kid to go out into the world unarmed. And I would say things to her like, um, you know, pussy hairs pull ships. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> and, uh, you know, like she's armed you know, I would try point. to explain the just the power of that one inch that every woman possesses. It yeah. doesn't matter who you are. And it's just the most powerful thing in the world. And I would say, look, it's, it's created religions. It started wars. And she would look at her mom and go, Mom! <laughs> and she would go, Honey, listen, because he's See, not this wrong. Is, this is where you're a good couple, because I would you be know. like, what the fuck are you yeah, saying? Yeah, what are you telling my daughter? <laughs> you know? but, Don't stretch your skin like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But Serena's British, and you know the Church of England, the C of E, was created. Do, do you guys know how the Church of England was started? With a pussy hair? With a pussy hair. I'm so, I, I, don't, I, I, I want to hear more about this, but we have to get to Sarah Jones, who's been okay, on hold for the first half of the show. But <laughs> by the end of the show, we want to hear. But uh, we want to hear. Me, and after Sarah comes on, we will talk about, let's ask Sarah if she knows how the Church of England was created. Yes, Sarah. Without Googling it. Sarah, welcome to the show. Hey. Hi. Hey, thank you for being so patient. <laughs> and it's Sorry to holding on for so long. Um, but I, 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 I want to hear about you. I want you to talk about the work that you do, how you work with thousands of introverted men to help them be successful with women. And then um, I know we're also going to talk today about interacting with and attracting introverted women. So I'd love to hear yeah. about introverted men. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, um, the guys that I work with are just super smart and um, and successful in other parts of their lives. But when it comes to women, it's just difficult. And I, it's actually been really amazing to see how transferable those skills are. So like at first they think, okay, well, what does being good at my career have to do with connecting with women? But it has to do with a lot because like being perceptive, reading, reading people don't even know how much they often do that. And then when they find like what's great about them, they feel more confident and it just um, like I teach them to look for little signs that people are already open to them, that they're becoming more confident like from their friends and colleagues. And then it's just like much more natural um, to connect with women. So I have a lot of fun with them. And it was fun to prep for this, thinking about introverted women and how to interact with them. So um, I'm just really excited to talk about all that. Good. Well, I just want you to clarify one thing for me first before we go into how to interact, pick up, date, be in a relationship with introverted women. Um, I, I just want you to explain what introversion means because a lot of people get confused and think that it means that you're not outgoing and that you're shy but that's not true at all an introvert uh means something else right exactly yeah so all introvert means is just that um you recharge more from like peace and quiet than from crazy like loud chaotic party like so you can do those things but that's not where you recharge you recharge when you get to be introspective and quiet you're often um you know just more happy when you're just chilling by yourself or with, you know, a few more people rather than like huge parties all the time. So it's not that, that they can't do that. They can, they like it, but being able to just have that quiet time, that's a super um, big thing for introverts. And also they have a really beautiful depth to them and like a really beautiful thoughtfulness that um, it's really attractive when they know how to bring it out. 
So it does not mean socially awkward. So I always say that social that's fluency great, that's how is, I introduced. is a skill. <laughs> yeah, like being socially fluent is a skill, not a personality. Right. It's not a trait. Exactly. May, may I ask Sarah yeah. a question? Yeah. I would love you to. Um, Sarah. <laughs> Hey, hey, Vinny. You, I'm Vinny. You've been cracking me up. Oh, and well, thank you. I didn't, I didn't realize I was funny, but I'll take it. She's been staring at a picture of you the whole she, time. She heard my Seinfeld impression. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, do, do you feel that because I'm I look at this generation when I say this generation of thirty year olds and a twenty five year olds and they're completely confusing to me. And when you start talking about introverts. Is it bad? I mean, they're introverted, and then on top of that, they're staring down at their phones and their iPads, and their, you know, they stay in the house. And I mean, when porn became a thing on the internet, it, it, there was really no reason to leave the house anymore. Do you think? They're, Why they're, were people masturbating in public before? <laughs> no, but no, back in back in my day, see what we had to do was we look at a cloud. The we, you know, the cloud was shaped like a vagina. We go home, right. put it in a spank bank, see. Right, and then, right. But nowadays, I mean, if I was a kid today, I I would, I, I mean, you go to the computer, you could do everything. It's like virtual life. You can have a virtual girlfriend. You can, you know, you could do well, all of you this. You know, it's it's not really, you know, it. It's not really totally like that. Like, people often are consumed with technology more than 10 years ago when we didn't even have technology, but the desire to connect is still there. It just looks a little bit different. And it's like, for example, when people would make plans 10 or 20 years ago, like, you make plans and then you show up because you can't, like, cancel the last minute. Whereas now it's just much more, like, in the moment, like, second by second because everybody's connected to their phones. So it does change some things, but it doesn't like lessen the desire for real, actual interaction, at least with the men that I talk with and work with. Like that, it's just it's not fulfilling for them not to do that. Okay, Sarah, let, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm taking over your That's show. Okay. Is it a question about introverts? Yeah, it's a question about this. So, okay. all right, no, it's a question about something you said about you know this canceling at the last minute. Um, this guy, I was, I was talking to this guy and, um, really good looking guy. He's like 32 years old. He's an attorney. He's doing really well. And I asked him if he had a girlfriend. He goes, no. I said, well, have you ever had a girlfriend? He said, no. So I went right to, he's gay. So like a couple of weeks later, I was like, so what did you boys do last Friday night? He's like, what are you talking about? I said, well, you're gay, right? And he said, no. I said, wait a minute. You're telling me you never had a girlfriend, but you're not gay. You, there is no asexuality as far as I'm concerned. Right. So you got to be something. And he said, no, I get laid all the time. And I was like, uh-huh. you know, what is yeah. this? And he said that they go out in groups, like groups of guys, groups of girls. And then he peels one off from the herd. Have, have you guys heard of this or is this just this guy? <laughs> No, that's uh, like of um, having group. sex with Yeah, he goes, yeah, you know, you kind of, yeah, he goes, well, got groups. Heard and of you it find quite often. You guys didn't do that back in your day? Yeah. No, we had to actually I'm, buy you I mean, dinner you and talk to you. And... <laughs> you know, you out socially do? and you have sex. <laughs> no, how, I, I know you're laughing you're at me, but <laughs> no, how do you guys do it? I mean, what's going on? I know what you're <laughs> saying, but it's. I mean, it doesn't seem, I, I, that's not my style, but it doesn't seem that unheard of. 
I, I mean, the guy sounds like someone who's like an attorney. He's probably somewhat attractive if you thought he was gay. Oh, I love the really, stereotypes he, that you throw. Oh, well, he must be. He's very good looking. <laughs> yeah, no, I, no, I, I, mean, I, I want to get back to introverts because this is, this is Sarah's specialty. So I really want to talk about this topic because I think it's really important to a lot of people who listen to our show. So as you were saying, Sarah, introverts are not people who are shy, are not people who are... Uh, not outgoing or socially awkward. They're just people who recharge differently, meaning that they need some time alone and by themselves to feel energized again before they, so they can, can go. eventually peel one off from the herd. Right. Exactly. That's how it's going <laughs> to happen. I love that phrase. So I, <laughs> so I, I want to know from you about dating introverted women. So, you know, I, I have an interview with, with you that I did for my holiday um, special that's actually available. If you're in my members area, uh, you, can, you can get the episode that I did uh, with Sarah, which is called How to Date if You're an Introvert or something, something about introversion. It's there. Uh, and you can listen to it. It's fantastic about, like, you know, honing in on your uh, natural skill set as an introvert because, the truth be told, you actually can be uh, better lovers, better partners, and way more attractive to women than extroverts are. Um, and it's, so it's, it's fantastic and wonderful. But, t- but today on the show, I want to talk about like interacting with introverted women. So how do you know if a woman is introverted? And how, like, is it harder? Is it challenging? Like, what are the things to know about introverted women? Yeah, well, I think the, the most challenging thing is that it's a little bit harder to read her because because she she's so deep and introspective and she processes things in like a different way, she's a little bit more quieter, you know, so it's like water where like the top is kind of still and there's like so much going on underneath. So it's harder in a sense, like it's already kind of hard to read women. That's why you have this podcast. Like I talk about it all the time. It's like already hard enough when you don't know what to look for, but I want to talk about what to look for here. Um, But so it's like when you're talking with a woman who, um, you know, is just like a little bit more private and reserved, you get those same signs of of warmth or interest, but they're just softer. So it's a little bit more challenging in that way. It's not just like so easy to see, like she's putting her number in your phone. Like one of my clients, Butterbeaky, was like, oh my God, these women are going crazy for me. They're just going nuts. And it's like very obvious, you know, Mm -hmm. but with introverted women, they don't, they don't really do that. It's much more quiet. Okay. What do introverted women look like? Like, do they have a different? Well, seriously, do they? Are they like the artsier looking girls, or do can they look just like a party girl, but inside they're not a party girl? You know what I mean? Because when yeah, I yeah, exactly, if, I think that 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 they can look like a lot of, a lot of like different ways, but I think there's something intriguing about them. You know, there's something that intrigues you, and it feels like there's so much more under the surface. So maybe she's you know out like having a good time and whatever, but. She she's just like more quiet than her friends, so that's going to be easy sign, you know. Like maybe she likes to listen. And she looks she looks like she's thinking something, you know, under the surface. Like you can tell that there's a lot more going on than she's going to like talk about. I would just picture she looks like she's thinking, "I hate you." <laughs> that's what I always get from it. Yeah, they, they give you a look. Redheads do that a lot. You, yeah, they kind of look at you and you think, "God, she's." Got red hair, so she's smarter than me. They have this look. Yeah, like I'm ju- stereotype like, city over judge, here. Like a little judgy. Yeah, like they're looking down their nose at you just a bit. Not so much the way you would notice, but you feel it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, that, that, that can be. I mean, like, obviously there's, like, lots of different personalities with an introversion, so there might be women that just, like, you know, they're just, they're, they're thinking, and they don't know that, like, they're not smiling. Like, actually, when I was a kid, 
my parents and we were always like, smile more, smile more. And I just like, that's like a whole conversation, you know, like the resting bitch face and whatever, right? Like, why can't, you know, like men look that way and nobody's intimidated, but when women look that way, everybody's like, what the fuck? Right. It's bitchy. Yeah. It's like bitchy resting face. Okay. So then what what I'm hearing is overall, it's not as easy to um, read an introvert's signs because they may not be as expressive with them exactly. like exactly like extrovert introvert they keep what they're showing on the inside versus an extrovert who will like lay it out on the table because you know she she requires more stimulus to be stimulated she may give more stimulate stimulus to stimulate a situation exactly yeah That's yeah confusing. so there's just like more going on <laughs> you know like right close, close to the surface for a woman who's just like more loud and expressive and it's just you know you just kind of have to dig deeper below the surface with women who are more introverted and you just kind of get that sense either they look like they might not be as approachable right. or they might be really sweet and right. like a little bit shy so are there a whole nother kind of personality are there questions right. to find out because for a lot of guys you know especially now with so many options out there they give it like one try two tries and then they're out right like it's done for them so you're saying that it's a little bit more difficult but how how does a guy know whether he's being blown off or whether he is coming up against an introvert who may need to switch up his approach. Is there things that he can ask to find out whether or not she's an introvert? Yeah. Like, do you like reading books? Like, is that, like, what, <laughs> are, you are, sad, are you sad and lonely? <laughs> yeah. Like, what are ways to figure it exactly. out? Yeah, well, so one way, like, while they're talking to her, um, just keep in mind that women that are more introverted are more interested in quality than quantity of, like, words spoken. <laughs> right. So, no. Not saying a lot. Okay. We thought you got yeah, that. Yeah, like doesn't. <laughs> um, just because they're not saying a lot doesn't mean that they're not interested. So the way that you can kind of notice is just like the signs that you would look for in a woman who's more expressive. Where when you're talking about something that she's into, she just lights up about that, and you can tell like her face lights up, or okay. she's interested in it. You can tell by her body language. You're looking for those same exact things, but they're much softer. Okay, so with, okay. with introverted women. Um, you're looking for like, you know, there's like a, like a little, you know, sparkle in her eye or whatever, like, or if she asks a question or like anything that she says is important information because she doesn't say as much of it. So everything that she says, you have to listen more carefully than if she's talking nine, you know, 90 miles a minute, you know, you can, you have a lot to drop on and pick up on. Whereas if she's not saying as much, what she's saying indicates where her interest is and where she might like for the conversation to go. So if she asks you a question about something or if she seems like... Right, so you're saying she's still engaged, but she may not be seemingly as outwardly engaged. There may not be as many words or body movements. Sarah, if you're Yeah, and you know, like one of the the, the thickest ways that you can tell, I I think with introverted women, you want to look for just clear signs that she's not interested because those are easier to pick up on than clear signs that she is. Okay. If you're looking for a quick, clear sign that she is, then like you said earlier, you're just going to like leave soon because there might not be that. But you should look for clear signs that she isn't. And the clearest sign that she isn't is if she looks unhappy. (laughs) If she's unhappy, (laughs) if her face is unhappy, she is not into it. And, you know, otherwise she might be. But Sarah, what's the situation you might find these women in? Uh, In other words... Is this out in the bar scene or is this, I know these kids today with the tender and the whole thing and, and the, the snap this and the do that. Uh, wh- wh- where the are snaps. these women? <laughs> the snaps on their shoes. Everywhere. 
everywhere. Oh, what do you mean yeah, everywhere? I, I are are, mean, are like we talking, her. you're running into her at the grocery store at, at Trader Joe's, or everywhere. is she out having a drink with everywhere. friends and, you know? So introvert, introverted no, people are hanging out everywhere just where, <laughs> like, extroverted people are We're talking out. about introverts as if they're, like... Well, honestly, I, I understand... Like I unicorns understand or something. I understand. Where are these introverts? (laughs) Who are these? Let's hunt them down and kill all of them. (laughs) But no, I want to know where they are. I mean, if they're introverted, would they even be in a nightclub or a bar having a drink? Are they going to watch Monday Night Football? But they may not. Yeah, that's a good question. They, yeah, you're right. They, they, that's a good question. Yes, they would be. Donald Trump's like, get them out of the country. (laughs) Build a wall. wall. Make it ten feet higher. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But you are right. Okay, so would you find introverts at very loud social places yeah well yeah often like they're you know that might not be them feeling in their element introverts are just like you know like it might not be like their number one favorite place but they'll still go and like enjoy themselves you know but i think you know a little bit more quieter places is where they're going to feel more at ease anyway more comfortable probably i think i can speak to this because i feel like i'm an introvert i definitely i'm definitely an introvert who has extrovert qualities it's weird because i i like I'm an introvert. Like I like to be alone a lot. I like to recharge alone. Um, I don't like, um, I don't like to party. I don't find that. I find that exhausting. Um, mentally just wears me out. Um, and so like I'm found in most normal places, <laughs> Yeah. but when I am, <laughs> but when I am, it's usually with a small, with one person. You know, it's usually I'm never in big groups. Big groups wear me down. And so it's like I think you can look for look for them, but they'll probably be with one really close friend. I think that's a way to find an introvert. But Kristen, can, can could, I? It, I wouldn't say that that's 100%. Can I add to that? I know this is going to sound hard to believe, but I'm a terrible introvert. That's why I was asking these questions. You're yeah. a terrible introvert? Oh, I'm, I'm like the worst introvert ah. there is. You see, I well, can, you hand me a mic and, and I do this. You know, I come alive, but you've seen me off the mic a couple of times. I'm quiet. I don't talk. My two favorite sports is cycling alone because mm-hmm. no one can talk to you. Yeah. And shooting guns and because you put. And you put a car. Yeah. You, you, <laughs> can, my favorite you could die. Yeah. And then I shoot guns because you put earplugs in and no one can talk to and you. I, I have the most introverted loves yeah. you can have. Yeah, same. Right. And you guys are still wonderful people, yeah. even though. But no, but that's why I was asking I think an interesting thing about being an introvert is that, like, I know for me doing stand-up comedy, I like doing stand-up because I'm with people, but I'm not with people. Yeah, you're on your own. No, like, you're on your own. You're on, on your own. Sarah, let me ask you a couple of questions. Stimulation. Can you maybe speak to some of the awesome attributes that introverts yeah, withhold that. and the magical powers that they have? Because like oh, being yeah. an introvert is pretty awesome. It is awesome. That's why I like the phrase, like, I'm a terrible introvert. I just, like, cringe. Like, oh, my God, this word should never be one after the other. Like, <laughs> introverts are amazing. Yeah, but I think so, it's a harder life, the- honestly. Mm-hmm. I, I, no, I, I find... I know, the world supposedly is built for extroverts, but that's not, a, that's not true. I, I think care. I think depression can come easier to someone who's an introvert than an extrovert. I, I could say that. I mean, I could speak to that personally. Mm. I don't know if that's true. Yeah. But really? you see, I don't have that quite. You, you have... I, you can get... Wait, wait, I, w- I, want, yes. I want to hear Sarah's uh, okay. awesome attributes. Okay, so some awesome attributes. Well, for one thing, you're just so mysterious. Like, because you don't have all of your cards on the table all the time, it's very intriguing, and that, like, you know, it's like there, it leaves, there, there's a lot that 
people can like want to know about you. Like there's a lot. I mean, it's just so appealing. I've always been attracted to men that are like more introverted. And I think that it's just appealing. It's Mm -hmm. so sexy and mysterious. And that's not a way that people have to think about it. Think about, you know, James Bond, for example, like I love him. He is the biggest introverted person ever. He's like always alone. He hardly says anything. And how sexy is he? I mean, yes, he's good looking and he's powerful and these things like they're great, but he's so mysterious. Um, So that's one thing. Other thing is, um, you're thoughtful and deep, you know, you're, you're introspective. So this means that you bring a lot to conversation that people who are not as deep and thoughtful may not be able to bring, which is valuable. It's like stimulating and it's exciting. It's sexy. You know, like being smart and thoughtful is really sexy. Yeah. So that's something that you bring. Um, also, like even, you know, because you know how, how you feel and how you process information, like it's easy for you to... Um, to help people like feel more comfortable and for you to really meet people where they're at because you're already thoughtful. You can really be thoughtful towards other people in a way that is not as possible like without all of that intersection and depth. You know, you're just like more more sensitive. So you just kind of so have, it sounds like, wonderful as long as you can tap in to a lot of these things and see them as positives. Like they can they coupled with the fact that you can interact with women, talk to them, have have confidence, like Vinny was talking about the first half of the show, to go out go out and go after what you want. Um it sounds like there's amazing things that introverts bring to the table. I, I have a question from one of our listeners and then sadly we're going to have to end our show. But um Sarah, are you open to staying on and answering a question? Oh yeah, definitely. Okay, awesome. Sure. And Vinny? You're going to answer? Sure, sure. Okay, cool. I met a nice woman at church, had some playful banter, and asked for her number. I contacted her the next day with a text reminding her of our encounter and got no response. I asked a few female friends if I should text again or call. Their advice was to wait to avoid being needy. She might be busy, tired, etc. I never heard back from her. Two days later, I tried again and got nothing. I'm wondering if it's possible to recover the situation and regain her interest. Uh, how do I do that in a way that will be genuine and not appear needy? I wonder what his playful banter was after church. Right. What's up with the priest's robe? What's up with Jesus? Nice dress. Yeah, what's with that, that whole cross thing? Yeah. Right? Jesus. So is there, a way for, like... is there a way for him to switch things around? What do you think? Uh, I think if he didn't hear back, she didn't like him. I right. tend to agree. I mean, you know? you know, she gave him the number just to get him gone. To, yeah. Right. You know, and, and look, I've always said if they don't call back, then one time, one and done. I was always one and done. Really? Yeah, yeah I'd never try twice. Okay. I, yeah. I just think that there's so many other options and so many more people that why waste your time? I mean, maybe he, en- he, enjoyed, he, enjoyed, the convers- her, yeah. he enjoyed the conversation, but there's so many others to be had. I mean, the good I thing just, is uh, that if you're at church, you'll see her again next Sunday. And like, you can say a prayer. Yeah, I mean. exactly. I mean, you have another chance, basically. If, if Which is a problem, though. What? You know, be, because, then you can look desperate. No, no. It, it, you know, that's why I always tell guys never date from your gym because right. 99.9% chance is not going to work out. Then you got to run into this chick at the gym. Right. Or go to a different gym, you know. So yeah, and she she can see you starting to buff up and look better than you did before, and yeah, you can be like, ah, you missed out. Yeah, he's gonna have to lift heavier with you while I flirt with other girls in front of you, and you can exactly. see that you missed out. No, I'm saying it's bad I, all the No, way I'm out. saying it's fine. Go do it. Who care? It's how you it's how you own it afterwards. If this girl doesn't want to talk to you, not a big deal. She's she, yeah. she's missing out. 
That right. sucks for her. She screwed up on an opportunity. Doesn't mean you have to switch gyms or that you have to miss out on opportunities that are in front so of you. Wait a minute. I could have dated basis. at my gym. You could have absolutely. I've been on the gym for 40 years. You weren't schmoozing up people I, I've at never, your gym. It's, again, introvert. I don't talk to anyone at my gym. Yeah. Oh, I, would I, re- I really? refuse to do I'm it. The same way. I, yeah, I, I know. No, I go to my gym. Everyone has a story in my head. Yeah. I go, oh, that you know, mm-hmm. guy with the there's biceps. There, there, there's, yeah, that, yeah. They're, oh, they're a stairmaster dude. He's there's, making up for a bad childhood. Yeah, I, yeah, have, I have everybody's story in my head. Yet none of it is real, and I'm fine with that. I, as a matter of fact, some woman started chatting me up at the gym. And uh, I actually said to Serena, I said, you're like, oh, you're the one with the story about the swim. You were a swimmer and blah, blah, blah. Your mother killed herself. <laughs> and she's like, she what? Four. Yeah. No, it, it, let like, me no, tell you how weird it was. Like I told Serena, I said, come to the gym next Monday morning. She's always there on Monday. And then give me a big hug and a kiss. Goodbye when you leave in front of her. Yeah. That's how we handled this. Because I didn't want to talk to this woman. Yeah. Right. She was bothering me at my gym. Yeah. Yeah. So, so let's let's try so, and help the guy who wrote in though, because he was asking about whether or not like he can recover for that from that situation. I'd I'd love to hear what Sarah has to say. Yeah, I think I mean the, especially since he's going to be seeing her again. Um, if he can just like be chill and focus on like having fun in that moment with her, rather than like, oh no, is she going to text me back this time? Because that's like way getting caught in his head and to make him feel nervous, and he already feels like you know, kind of like behind or like that she, you know, so, so he expressed desire and she didn't express it back. So, you know, that's like, that's kind of like a stressful vibe if he stays in that headspace mm-hmm. rather than like, you know what, she's a really attractive girl. I like her. I enjoy being around her. I'm just going to have fun. Just yeah. having fun is the sexiest thing you can do. Yeah, I completely agree with you. And for, you know, the first time you see her afterwards, maybe keep your interaction short, banter a little bit, flirt yeah. a little bit. Um, do you bring up some... the fact that she didn't get back to you? No, absolutely not. No. I there's no point in it. But it's, I mean, I but think, it's kind of like the unspo- It's like the white elephant. In let the it, let it, let it drop. Unless yeah. if he can ke- pull this off, if he goes up to her and like looks at her thumbs and be like, oh, like like takes her thumbs and says, uh, are, these are working. You do still have. No, nah, that's bad. I mean, that's too. the only extreme that you could do, and only Jay Larson or somebody like that could pull yeah. something yeah. like that off. So if if you are that person. Run with it. That is freaking funny. And I think love Jaylar. It can switch things around for you. But I'm guessing um, that you may not be able to pull that off just yet. So go have fun. Interact with her. And then say, I got to go back to my friends or I got to go over there. But nice seeing you. You go back and be with God now. Yeah, exactly. That is all the time that we have for today. But Sarah, um, I, I want people to find out about you, obviously, if they're introverts. But tell people where to find out about or you and more information about you. Yeah, so if you go to introvertedalpha.com, you will find out all kinds of things. Um, and if you are a guy who's more introverted and you want to build your dating skills, I have all kinds of free gifts for you. If you sign up to my email list, you're going to get a lot of good stuff. And I look forward to seeing you. Awesome. And what they're really going to lear- learn about is how to tap into their natural skill set, right, as introverts and how oh, to yeah. showcase them to women. Exactly. So like the way the way that I approach it is like when you really understand what's great about you and, you know, you really understand what you uniquely bring to the table as your own man, then confidence comes much more easily and then approach and flirting and touch and everything else comes much more easily after that. I, I do teach that stuff too, but I start with like finding out what's great about you because you're awesome and you likely don't even know like half of it. Yeah, exactly. Which is awesome. So uh, say the website one more time. You can go uh, 
to introvertedalpha.com. Perfect. And Vinny, we have your book in front of us, Fitness Confidential. You have a podcast, which is called Celebrity Fitness. God, I don't know. <laughs> celebrity. Vinny Totorich's Celebrity Fitness Podcast. What? Why are you laughing? I got it right. She well, because his look. He was like, he's like going to kill me. That was my love look. I like it. Celebrity yeah. fitness. Okay. And then fit is confidential. The book looks great. I think it looks awesome. Um, How do you know it looks awesome? Because I think it looks really pretty. Oh, yeah. It looks pretty. Your body looks good. Oh, thank you. Yeah. You're screaming. I don't know why, but it looks like you get a good workout. I don't know. I, it's interesting. Oh, my God. But where? But in tell people how to find you on social media. Which one? Uh, this oh. one in your 20s. Ooh, let's oh, yeah. See. That's me good and my stuff. first weight coach. Uh, anyway, you can find me uh, at VinnyTortoris.com. Oh, we have all the podcasts there. Uh, there's uh, PureVitaminClub.com. Perfectly 80s. Oh, yeah. The this hair, is like the whole so thing. A- it's like so 80s. Amazing. Oh, yeah. That's oh, probably my God, I love Well, thank you guys for listening to the show. Uh, you're <laughs> awesome as always. I'm like cutting you off. Yes, I love how uh, yes. I love getting cut off. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, but new episodes of the podcast come out every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific. Please go and download episodes of our show every single week or even better. Just subscribe so you don't have to do any work, which is so much easier for you. Um, and you guys are awesome. Please tune in next week. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.